Automation and packaging is great down the line, but focus on the things that are gonna give you something to automate and create a product and experience that is worth packaging in the first place. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie, and I'm glad you're here for the epic conversations that will take you from aspiring to actualizing your dreams. Let's get started right now. Today's episode is going to be a hard listen for some of you, especially if you're starting to feel a little bit cash strapped. It's the holiday time. Maybe you're paying extra attention to what your accounts are looking like and you're noticing that your projects, your creative pursuits, your little business is starting to maybe cost a little bit more than it makes. Especially if you're at the newer stage of what you're doing, you're probably using funds even from your day job to help you grow your side hustle and grow your business. In the early stages, this is very common. It's common for you to be spending more money on your creative pursuit than what it's bringing in, and it could feel like a labor of love before it actually forms itself into a business. But month after month, maybe you're doing a double take of your finances and you're starting to ask yourself, is this thing really worth it? Those impulsive splurges on things that you're saying are for your business, they're starting to add up along with all those monthly subscriptions to the things that you've been told that you need to be successful. Maybe it's email marketing, maybe it's Facebook ads, maybe it's funnels and editing software and logos and branding, et cetera, et cetera, down the hole. Here's what I've noticed through the years. As someone who loves to invest in tools that I think will help me, Generally, when it comes to, quote unquote, making an investment in myself, it's very easy to justify why I need it and why it's worth the money. $50 pair of jeans, not so much. $500 course, yep, no brainer. Let me put it in my cart. Okay, but here's what I've noticed. In a year, 2020, where I've made the most progress, both in terms of the numbers and KPIs, but also just in terms of consistency and milestones of some of the intangibles in my business, I've been the most conservative in my spending when it comes to making an investment in tools and other stuff. I've been a lot more diligent at looking at cost of things that I normally wouldn't even blink an eye to make the purchase. And I've limited the amount of things that I've actually spent money on to make my business run. I'm running a pretty lean operation here, so this was essential. You know what the real truth of it is for me? I was making it out that whether I had the best equipment and I was using the best platforms and software with all the fancy bells and whistles, I was using that as an excuse as to why I've not been able to achieve some of my goals as an entrepreneur. And quite frankly, I was lying to myself. Here's what I need you to understand. There are a ton of informational products and software out there calling you to buy it, sign up for it, use it, and you'll be taking advice from people who are more established and big timers in your industry. You might see what they're using and suggesting that you use, and you'll start to go down a rabbit hole, potentially, of spending money on stuff. And that's not to say they're not very valuable, helpful, productive tools. But the things that you need in your business as a newbie with maybe it's a couple hundred followers and you're preparing to create your first product or you're just starting to get proficient at the thing that you found yourself doing, the list of things that you need is so different from what an experienced business owner needs to manage their thousands, tens of thousands of followers, their business that's generating tens of thousands of dollars each month, each year. It's very, very different. 
You will feel compelled to buy stuff because they're marketed in a way that plays on your own insecurities about where you're at in the progress. You don't want to make a mistake. You want to avoid the process of looking not so polished. You want to have everything right the first time. And the promise of being able to make money faster, create faster, grow your business faster. But know that this is expert marketing, creating a promise of results that simply won't happen just as a result of investing and adding more tools to your suite. What never changes is the meat of it all. Your content needs to be good. Your service needs to be great. And fortunately or unfortunately, most times experience is going to be the best teacher of that. All the hacks in the world are no substitute for experience. Practice is going to be the best teacher. And it's more likely even that the breakthrough that you actually need is going to come from getting feedback from a client or colleague or mentor or somebody with a credible opinion that is not likely to be found in an ebook, in a digital course, because these are not personal to you. Now, I'm sure you've had an experience at some point in your life where you have purchased a product or maybe you've been to a restaurant where it looked like nothing special on the outside. A very unassuming sign, no fancy graphics out the window. But when you got in and when you ordered the food, it was phenomenal. And then you went on to tell people about it and rave about it and share about it because the real crux of what you went in there for, which is the food, was the bomb. You can probably also recall an experience on the other end of the spectrum where you've purchased something that looked really good, packaged really nicely. You had super high expectations for what the product was going to be like. And to your surprise, it sucked, like really, really sucked. And you never ordered it again. You never went to that place again. And you probably told people how much it sucked. Let's use the analogy of a house for a minute. Say you want people to come over to your house to visit, to stay for a while. Even if the house is not the most beautiful house on the outside, if you've taken care of what's inside the house, people will love it. If you've been thoughtful about what their needs are, how to serve them when they get inside the house and when they get to see you, if you've been meticulous in thinking about the details of how they would experience your house, your guests would be happy. They would come back, even if the outside looked a little shabby. They would recommend you to others, they would speak positively about you, and your visitors would grow. On the other hand, if you spend all your money on fixing up the outside of the house, on prettying up the signs on the street telling people, come to my house. When people get to your house and the inside is a mess and it smells and there's garbage everywhere and things inside the house don't work, it doesn't have the amenities that you need, that person's never coming back to your house. And they're going to tell people how bad the experience was and for you not to go anywhere near it. So my question for you as I set up some things that you should rethink how you're spending your money, my question for you is, are you spending more time on dressing up the outside of your maybe not so tidy house than spending energy and effort on getting what's inside of your house in order? Could you be spending more time on fixing up the things inside of your house that are not complete and maybe are falling apart? than spending time setting up signs along the street to give the appearance of an amazing experience that guests might have when they arrive. So take my advice with that analogy in mind. Here's my first tip of places you should stop spending money, especially if you're on a budget 
and you're just starting out as a new creative entrepreneur. So here's my first tip. Stop spending money on marketing and automation tools when you don't yet have something to automate. Spend on making your craft better. So if you're in the beginning stages of your business, this is the opportunity to stop obsessing about marketing and automation tools before you've spent the time getting better and honing your craft. Whether that is becoming a better musician, making a better product, becoming a better podcast host. If you're creating content, it's making sure your content is as helpful and useful to others as possible. The automation and packaging is great down the line, but focus on the things that are going to give you something to automate and create a product and experience that is worth packaging in the first place. I'm shaking you with my hands virtually on this because this is one of the places that I got stuck and I was so obsessed with the marketing, which is really getting validation from others of stuff looking good rather than being obsessed with the experiences and the stuff that I was making. This year, for me, that's made all the difference. You yourself, you're going to have to find the line. Sometimes the automation helps save you time so that you have more time to work on your craft. But is that really a situation? Or is not having, for example, email automation or a tool that can automate that for you, is that the excuse you're making for not getting started on writing any email copy? Or not having the perfect website builder, is that an excuse for not laying out what you'd like to actually have on there? Is not having the perfect launch strategy an excuse for why you haven't actually started creating your thing yet? That stuff is not going to do itself. We have to do the work. We have to get feedback about how good it is. And then we can worry about automating. So don't spend money on automation tools when you have not yet built something to automate. Second, don't spend money on expert level tools if you have beginner level abilities. Ouch, guilty, guilty, guilty. If you can't get started with the free tools, the free software, the free resources on the internet, in my experience, the expert level tools are not going to be effective at helping you get started either. Get into the mindset of mastering the basics, building the habit, and keeping it simple. I'm using free software, Audacity, to edit and record this podcast. And there are tons of other things that give me way more range that I could be using. And I actually tried to start using more complicated software in the beginning at the recommendation of somebody who was very seasoned. And I was very quickly overwhelmed having way too many options, way too many possibilities in the editing process. I couldn't stay focused. I was paralyzed from getting started. My mind went to all the things I didn't know that became glaringly obvious in this very complex advanced software. How about website? Same thing for me. The internet gurus will tell you, yes, using WordPress gives you limitless opportunity for customization. And it's the most popular website building tool in the world. Yes, because of all the range it gives you and all the potential complexities are limitless. I signed up, I connected hosting. I struggled and struggled and struggled on my own to try to figure out the back end, to install plugins and themes and all that jazz. I was resistant to using some of the simpler to use popular drag and drop builders, whether that's Wix or Squarespace or Weebly. And those are, of course, way easier to use. That's why they were created in the first place. But I was so set on having the best, most advanced tool from day one. So this year I finally gave in. I chose Wix. I got a decent looking website up in two hours and I have what I need for the moment. 
and I've already built proficiency in understanding how to build the website, how to manipulate pieces, how to make things look better. I couldn't even get to that point in WordPress because I really didn't know what I didn't know. So use the thing that will allow you to be the most nimble in practicing and picking up new skills. Investigate the free options first. Same way if you're using some tools, some software as a service stuff to manage your business, you probably have seen the basic and intermediate and premium level packages of that service. And they do a really great job of showing you all the things that you don't get at the most basic end and all the things you could be missing out on, all the features you won't have unless you go premium. But my advice to you is try the basic first before spending so much more money on premium unless it's something you know you need 100% right now. Get the tools you need now. Get practice, get proficient, grow, upgrade later, save some money now. So that's the second one. Don't spend money on expert level tools if you have beginner level abilities. The third one, this is a big one for me. Stop investing in courses that are teaching you steps five through 10 if you haven't yet started step one yet. No amount of courses is going to help you unless you have time to actually implement what's being taught. Take a good hard look. Do you have courses right now in your inbox that you've paid for but haven't finished yet or haven't even started yet? Do these courses call for homework that you've never actually done? What becomes obvious is you have an accountability problem, not a knowledge problem. Knowledge, 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 theory, theory, theory. It's too much. Get into action. I love to learn. It's one of my biggest strengths. But I have overloaded on courses. So this year I had made a rule for myself. If I haven't started on my own, actually trying and struggling to do the thing, trying step one, I would not allow myself to invest in any paid courses that taught on that thing. Because again, I could be honest with myself and see that it was fear that was holding me up, not lack of knowledge. I'll use podcasting as an example. I didn't invest in any paid resources until after my first five episodes. And the best investment I made this year was with a mastermind group. Why? Wasn't a course. It was a mastermind. So I had people that were holding me accountable every single week to do the homework. I was receiving feedback from a coach and from colleagues one-to-one every single week. I didn't even invest in tools to edit my podcast and to create my cover art until well into the first dozen episodes. In every instance along my creative pursuits, my many pursuits, where I hadn't yet started on the thing, but I invested in a course first or a digital product, I likely didn't even finish the course or I finished it and was really no step closer to actually doing the thing. Now, don't get me wrong, the years of knowledge acquisition is all coming together now and I'm actually able to execute on it. But at the time, I wasn't ready to receive the information in a way that was helpful or productive. Try your hand at step one first, even as an experiment. It's not about being perfect. It's about going through the actual phases of learning. This is a real thing. In psychology, there are four stages of competence as it relates to learning a thing. It starts with unconscious incompetence, a.k.a. you don't know what you don't know. The next phase is conscious incompetence, a.k.a. you know you're not very good, but you're not totally sure how to get better. This stage only happens once you take the first step. 
And this is where you start to get to know what your situation is and what you're working with in terms of your skills. The next stage is conscious competence. This is when you understand how to do something better, where you're learning how to do it better. This is the place that I recommend you be at before you start investing in courses so you can really maximize what you're getting out of it. Then the final stage is unconscious competence. You've had so much practice that the skill is now second nature and you're moving on to mastery. You can't skip those first two phases, the incompetence part. And in my experience, the outcome of online courses especially aren't as effective if you haven't muddled through the first two stages first. Accountability partners, support groups, working directly with a coach, joining a mastermind, things like those where you have to actually show the work and get feedback, those are places where you can really be okay with practicing and moving through those stages of incompetence so you can start to become proficient. Okay, so I've talked your ear off today, but I want you to be really clear. And I also want you to just revisit for yourself if you've been saying that you don't have the budget to execute certain things the way you want to in your mind, Reflect on whether executing them perfectly is really the next step for you, is really what's going to move the needle for you. Or if getting practice, finding ways to start scrappy, nimble, on a budget, working within the budget that you have and working on getting better, maybe that's the place that's the most important for you to focus on now. And as a beginner, a lot of times it is. Cut down that long list you've made of things you need to buy and invest in and start simple. Start with what you have now. Quick recap on my three tips. One, don't spend your money on automation tools if you have nothing to automate yet. Spend the time and energy on making your craft better. In my analogy, fix the house before you market the house. The second tip, don't spend money on expert level tools if you have beginner level abilities. Save money by opting for what you truly need now instead of planning for the vision of what you need six months to a year to several years down the road. Be honest and start there. And third, stop investing in courses that are teaching you steps 5, 10, 15, 20 if you haven't yet started step one on your own. Move through those stages of unconscious incompetence all the way to unconscious competence with support from people who can hold you accountable. Then level up with courses as you start to become more proficient so that that can really help you achieve mastery in certain areas. Stick with your budget, do what you can within it. Be honest about whether this is a shiny new tool that is distracting you from the work that really needs to get done. That's my message for you today. Get started right now.